Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends. Welcome to another beautiful day when we can look at the truth around us and not the fluff and not the lies. We can choose to focus on God's truth, to speak that truth, and to ask for wisdom to see that truth even clearer. And today, Paul is going to talk a little bit about the difference between superficial speech and truth that shows itself by power. But let's go ahead and dive in. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 14, and I'm reading from the ESV. I do not write these things to make you ashamed. And remember, Paul was letting them know that, that what they saw on the surface, that lifting up the apostles, behind the scenes was a much different story. They were hungry. They were hurting. They were persecuted. Their reputations were in disrepute. And so he's telling them, I'm not writing this to make you ashamed, but to admonish you as my beloved children. For though you have countless guides in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For I became your father in Christ Jesus through the gospel. And I I don't believe that Paul is saying this to lift himself up, right? The initial argument was, I follow Apollos. No, I follow Paul. And I don't think he's trying to make himself seem better in this competition between the people, but he's just showing them that he has a different and a unique relationship with them. They might have countless guides, different people in their life, but they only have one father, one person who helped them come to the faith in Christ, come to the realization that they were sinners in need of a savior and that Christ was that savior. And when you think of a father, an ideal father, you think of someone who is loving, who is protective, and who is a guide and a teacher. And I think he is just showing them his heart for them. He's like, yes, you do have many guides, but I want you to know my deep love for you, my deep level of protection for you. It's almost like, as I read it, see why I wrote this letter to you? I want to protect you and love you as a father. He goes on. He says, I urge you then be imitators of me. And we do see this idea of of imitating the person who brought you to faith. But I also want to put a caveat here. We never want to imitate them to the point of putting them above Christ. That's what Paul was talking about with the division when they were focused so much on people that they were forgetting about the word, the gospel, and the spirit at work. They were focused more on their mentor than on Jesus. And that is when we have a problem. However, when Jesus is still both our focus and our mentor's focus, we can still also be imitating our mentor in the way that they show up in the world. If they're sharing the gospel, we want to share the gospel too. If they're living a life full of integrity, we want to live a life full of integrity too. So in these big conceptual things, we want to be imitating our mentor. But more than anything, imitating Christ 
and following the Spirit in us. And another thing I want to say here, because it's been a topic of conversation (laughs) actually just today, but just because you're imitating someone doesn't mean you have to do everything the exact same way. I almost think of it like art, right? You can imitate someone's style of art. So you can imitate one of the styles you've seen, whether it is a portrait or a landscape or a certain style that you use to paint, but that doesn't mean that the end picture is going to look exactly the same. And it's the same thing as we are imitating those who are of the faith and more mature than us. Yes, we want to imitate them in the big conceptual things, still focused on Christ and the gospel and the word, but the specifics, how that looks for each individual can be unique because God made us unique. So I just want to let you know that it's okay if your walk is a little bit different than your mentor's walk, if the way that you show up is a little bit different. God gave you a unique voice, unique gifts, unique hardwiring, unique experiences. And so that means that the specifics, the final piece of art for how you are showing up and living your Christian walk is going to look different and unique to you, even though you're imitating the people before you in in the big, big ways. I urge you then be imitators of me. That is why I sent you Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, to remind you of my ways in Christ as I teach them everywhere in every church. Remember, Paul was mid-missionary journey, so he is traveling around and sharing the good news with more churches, being the father to more new believers, to more new churches. In fact, he was the one who brought Timothy to faith. So just like he is the father and the, the founder of the church in Corinth, he was also the father of Timothy. Timothy's faith. And so he's sending them his own son to go and minister to his other sons and daughters, which I just think is really beautiful. And he's saying, I I want you to be imitators of me. So I'm sending you this trustworthy person who I believe in. He is beloved and faithful to me. And he's meant to remind you of my ways in Christ. Basically his, his example of how he's living things out. Remember the big things, not necessarily the small, tiny details. Some are arrogant, as though I were not coming to you. But I will come to you soon, if the Lord wills, and I will find out not the talk of these arrogant people, but their power. So some people were seeming like, Paul's not coming back, that's why he's sending Timothy. At least that's what I got out of it. And again, I always want to remind you, just as a side note, that I'm not perfect, that I am human and I always want you and would encourage you to be going to scripture and asking God for wisdom yourself, reading commentaries yourself, doing word studies yourself, whatever it is that gets you into God's word, be talking to God and coming back to scripture, not just taking my word for it. And if I ever say anything that you think is blatantly wrong, reach out to me. I want to hear from you. I want to have that discussion. And if I have messed up, if I have said something incorrectly, I want to know and I want to take ownership for that. But these people, they were saying that, you know, Paul's not coming back. And Paul sees them as as arrogant. And he says, I will come to you soon, which by the way, he does. He ends up at Corinth, kind of on not quite the tail end necessarily, but the farthest end (laughs) of his third missionary journey. So he does end up back in Corinth. And he says, I will find out not the talk of these arrogant people, but their power. 
Because words don't actually show you what's going on in the heart. Words can be superficial. They can be surface level. And they can give a deceptive picture. Right, we talked about social media and it's almost like our words and I guess our appearance, like we talked about before, that's all the superficial stuff. That's all the highlight reel, what you see on the Instagram page. But our actions and our intentions and our heart and the power that comes from the Holy Spirit that shows up in our lives as evidence, that is where you can see the truth. Words can be deceptive, but power and action are not. He goes on, For the kingdom of God does not consist in talk, but in power. What do you wish? Shall I come to you with a rod, so with like discipline, or with love in a spirit of gentleness? And as a father, right, both of those things are required. Discipline, but also love and gentleness as well. And I just love this reminder that he gives. That again, it's all about the heart and the spirit and the power that comes from Holy Spirit in you. And the thing is that that's going to be evident in your actions. That's going to be evident in your energy. Because you can't, you can't fake that stuff forever. Words can be superficial, but you can't fake the energy. You can't fake the spirit and you can't fake the heart and the power that comes from Holy Spirit in you. So my friends... I would just encourage you to to remember to be imitators, yes, of the people in faith who are more mature than you, but to always be looking to Christ. Always be checking in with that spirit that is in you, that power that is in you, and always be weighing the things that you see. Make sure it's not superficial and misleading, but that it is true and comes from the Holy Spirit and His truth. And I'll see you tomorrow morning. By the way, one of my favorite things in this section is when Paul says, I'm going to come to you if the Lord wills it. God's will is an area where we can sometimes be so confused, we can feel lost, because that includes his calling and his timing. There is a balance between wanting to wait on the Lord and his timing and exercising our free will and making a choice. And so whether it's in your calling, in any areas of confusion, or even impatience in the waiting, reach out to me so I can have a conversation with you and pray over you in this area. Reach out to me at support at hesedheart.com. That's support at H-E-S-E-D heart.com with the subject line calling, and I'm really excited to hear from you.